think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a good test for us. You know, from our perspective, again, it's about trying to impose the way we want to play on, on, on a very good opposition. And it's a real good test for us, a good challenge. But we've also got to have our own confidence and our own belief that we can play at this level. This is the Go Radio Football Show Podcast. Hosted by Paul Cooney, Leanne Crichton and Craig Moore. Listen live weeknights from five. Talking Scottish football first. Let's go! Good evening. So, game day one, Europa League 2021-22, where the tournament winner next summer will net £20 million. So, it's not the Champions League. It's still a huge amount of money. Celtic in Seville to face Real Betis in 40 minutes, where it's sunny, hot, 29 Celsius. That's 84 degrees Fahrenheit. Rangers at a packed Ibrox tonight, 50,000 against Lyon. At 8 o'clock, Glasgow will be wet, 16 degrees, 61 Fahrenheit, but it's going to be red hot this evening. First with the Celtic team news, Leanne Crichton. Leanne, you know all about Champions League. What's the Celtic lineup for this Europa Cup tie tonight? Yeah, well, it's an interesting one tonight. Joe Hart, he leads the, the team in the absence of Callum McGregor. It looks like Juranovic, Starfelt, Carter Vickers, Ralston, a midfield of Turnbull, Rogic and Sorrow, Montgomery, Ayeti and Jota up top. So an interesting one. We know about the players that are missing this evening. It's going to be a tough one, I think, for Celtic. But certainly a decent lineup. I think it will be tough over there. Uh, you mentioned the heat. That's one factor to overcome. Um, is there much of a threat within that side in terms of attacking options? Yes, a Yeti, yes, Yota, but you've got to bring it all together. This is a new group of players and it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Yep, Edward is kind of long gone now. Uh, Kyogo, the new striker that everyone loves, he's out, he will be for a few weeks. Uh, Craig, it's going to be a big match for Celtic, for Rangers too, we'll talk about them in a moment or two. Uh, are you worried for both clubs tonight's uh, stiff opposition? Yeah, look, this is, for me, a huge, huge test for both Celtic and Rangers. I think coming up against two very, very good sides. Look, Celtic are nowhere near uh, the strength that they would like to be um, in terms of the lineup they've got out there. Uh, so attacking-wise, you know, for me, Real Betis might be quite comfortable with what they see, but hopefully the performance can, can be different. Uh, obviously, with the Rangers-Leon game... Um, very, very interesting. Leon, fantastic side. Um, only missed European football last year for the first time in 24 years, uh, which is which is incredible. And this time last year, um, obviously with COVID and what have you, semi-finals of the Champions League, knocked out by Bayern Munich. So this Leon side is a very, very good side. They do have a new coach in Peter Boss, um, who has experience of coming to Ibrox with Bayer Leverkusen. Yeah, of course. So yeah. again, you've got a coach... That's coming with a with a with a team. Uh, he hasn't been with them that long, but he's certainly mm. not going to be too stressed or worried mm. about the environment. Uh, he's he's seen it all before. With COVID, we've forgotten that. that Thirteen months ago, it was August the fifteenth. They were through. They they thrashed Man City three one. Who mm. went on then? You know, months later to win it because of the seasons and the way they worked out. It's uh, European royalty in town, isn't it, Leon? It absolutely is. Yeah, but it's an exciting one. You know, it's one that you you've got to look forward to and embrace. I think as a player. I'm sure the, the Rangers support will be desperate to get to Ibrox tonight and, and pack the place out and generate as much noise as they possibly can. You speak about that 12th man and I think tonight is a night that they've got to stand up and be counted for. For Celtic, no Callum McGregor, you know, who's missing Kyogo. Mm. Forrest is missing. Uh, so Abada, Abada, because it's uh, Yom Kippur today, the great 
Jewish festival, yes. so that's respected by everyone there. Uh, Taylor is out as well. You can't believe it, really, can you, this early in the season? But it's about the planning of last year. It didn't happen. Happened too late. He brought in 12 players, but some of them not available. It's remarkable. When it comes to Champions League or Europa League, mm -hmm. Celtic just not been prepared the last two years. No, they haven't. They haven't, but sometimes... Um... You know, you, you can be a little bit unlucky as well. So, look, the planning has not been fantastic. We, we've got to be honest, over the last couple of seasons for Celtic. Um, you know, Ange has brought in 12 players, obviously brought in a lot of depth in terms of the back line. And then, unfortunately, you know, with Kyogo picking up an injury, uh, Jacques and Marcus not being up to speed, all of a sudden they're a little bit light up top. Um, but again, Rangers have got the complete opposite issue. Uh, defensively, you know, with the injury to Holanda, um, Katic obviously being loaned out, so they're quite light in in, in the centre of defence. Sometimes you can plan as 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 well as you like, uh, and all of a sudden you get a couple of rapid injuries in the same position, and, and therefore you're stretched. We'll speak to Rob McLean, who'll be at Ibrox. He'll be doing it tonight. So we'll speak to Rob in the second hour. We'll hear from Stephen Gerrard, his 50th European match in charge. And who knows more about European football than Stephen Gerrard? And, but let's speak to one of our callers. Jordan is on the line, a Celtic fan. Jordan, good evening. Hi, guys. How's it going? Good. Yourself? Excited? Yeah, Seville? Yeah. 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 No, it makes it's a good memories. I remember watching it from uh, my pal's house when I must have been a lot younger than I am now but uh, aye so it's it nice to go back I suppose it'd be nice to go it'd be nicer to go with a, a full squad but I suppose we've got what we've got and we'll see how it goes It's funny start of the season isn't it everyone talks about Champions League Jordan but now it's Europa League and how Celtic and Rangers would love to continue from the group stage and there's £20 million for the winner That that's what you would make from TV money the crowds and the trophy itself that's not to be sneezed at and also automatic admission to the Champions, Champions League. League next season. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's huge in the terms of competition. I feel it's it's much more Celtic and Rangers level. You've only got to look at the last few years. Maybe not so much uh, last year's campaign for Celtic, but Rangers did really well, and then the year before that was Celtic doing really well at the, the group stages. So, yeah, but it's definitely a standard that Celtic and Rangers can compete at, which I think is is not what the Champions League is anymore. Any, unfortunately, I think with the you see the, the standard of the teams around other European leagues is, is tough for Celtic and Rangers to go there and make an impact. So I think Europa is just is the best way to go about it and it, it gives sort of Scotland a better name for itself. It hurts me to say it, but Rangers have done so well um, with some of their away results the last couple of years too. So it's only good for the game if I'm putting my, my balanced head on. And it's been good for the ratings as well. You know, if Rangers do well, then it helps Celtic too. What do you make of the lineup tonight? Uh, Joe Hart is chosen as captain, which is maybe not a surprise. It's not often the goalkeeper. Hearts are doing it with Craig Gordon. What do you feel about the the skipper being the goalkeeper? Yeah, I think he's made a great. He looks to have made a great impact around the squad. You've only seen the way that he speaks to the team and. I remember even the, the Dundee game a few weeks ago when we were a few goals ahead, he was still barking orders towards the end of the match. So he's, he's always got that winning mentality and, and a team that maybe doesn't have a whole lot of experience or um, I think your producer said to me, only a Yeti is the only player left from last year's Europa campaign. So, mm. you know what I mean? You have to have someone who just has experience ready to go, who's been in tough situations in these type of games. So I think there's no really any no any other choice on the pitch. I was going to use that as a quiz question, Jordan. Who's the only player <laughs> in the Celtic team? <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Yeah. Uh, Craig, what about the, his I, point? I was going to ask uh, Jordan your thoughts uh, on Jota. Uh, Jota, obviously, you know, got his debut at the at the weekend. They looked quite lively. Uh, what were your thoughts on, on Jota and what impact he can possibly make tonight? 
Yeah, I, I think I think um, that it was obvious that there was a few struggles. I watched the game back um, from the weekend. There was a few struggles in trying to get it going, but again, it's a, a really new squad of players, so I'd rather take a poor performance and winning three 0 In terms of Jot, I thought he looks exactly the type of player that Ange is looking to bring in. So I think of, of all the players that you see on the team sheet, he's the one that's maybe the most exciting. I think he looks like he's got good potential. But on the other side of that, I think Montgomery's been a really interesting player. I know he's getting played out of position, but mm. any time I've watched him play this season, he's looked really lively in terms of attacking. He's obviously young, got the legs on him. So I, I, I do think there's there's um, there's a potential for Celtic to cause some problems tonight. I don't think by any means because it's a threadbare team, it's a bad team. Um, but John, John Montgomery, I think, will be interesting players to see tonight. I think, sorry, sorry Leanne, I think the, the interesting thing with, with what Celtic do tonight, when you look at the bench, there's not an attacking player on the bench. It's it's all defenders mm-hmm. defenders and midfielders. So you look at the, the starting lineup and the way that normally Ange likes to play in terms of that real high-intensity pressing, playing at, at real pace. And, and, I'm, and I'm looking at that team and I'm thinking, does he need to not tinker formation, but in terms of... You know, if you go hell for leather, you might leave yourself exposed badly. I don't, I don't think that personnel allows you realistically to go and, and get that game across. Mm. It, it simply doesn't. Even when you look at Turnbull, I don't think you, you would say that he was a, a high-pressing energy player. I think we, we described in the other week in the show as a, a Rolls-Royce player. And that's the way he goes about his business. Rogic is very similar. Um, I think Montgomery will give you energy in, in Jota. My concern for Celtic tonight is the back line because... For me, I was at the game as well, Jordan, at the weekend, working across that, and I don't think defensively they're sound at all at times. Um, I'm unsure about Carter Vickers. He certainly wasn't tested. I thought in possession he looked a bit cagey at times. I don't think he dealt with the ball um, terribly well. I know it was was probably a home debut for him and playing in front of the fans, maybe uh, there was a bit of an edge to his performance, but... I just wonder if the players are asked to go and play tonight the way Ange would want them to in that pressing game, how exposed that back line will be. When you score, it's often, it, you know, it masks what really happened. Some of the pundits said they thought he played really well. Um... I, I, again, I'm, I'm so like with Leanne in terms of, look, um, look, Celtic eventually rolled over the top of Ross, yeah. Ross County and got the deserved result. Took a time. And it did take a little bit of time, but he wasn't really tested Ross uh, Count, within Ro- the game. Ross County had two brilliant chances in the game. They had a brilliant chance at 1-0. Um, I think the header went straight into the arms of Joe Hart and they had another chance early on in the first half at the back post that a better ball would have given you a tap in at the back post. So I think it took Celtic 63 minutes to get their first goal on Saturday. Um, yes, they dominated possession. Yes, they were by far the better team and had an abundance of chances before that but I just think when you play against a better opponent they will be exposed defensively Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they do shape up tonight and if they go with that same philosophy that that Ange wants to show or whether you just sit in your compact and and you look for um, to get a result out of this game because I think based on the the players and the personnel that are missing Mm. a draw's got to be you know you would grab that then now you would surely bite the hand off for that Jordan, quick question for you. So talking about the style of play, now you've now seen enough of Ange Postacoglu in the way that he plays. As a supporter, continuing to play that way and and potentially get a, a, a bad result tonight, um, in you know, and, and maybe concede a few goals or completely change style and look and be more reserved and defensive and, and maybe look like nicking something on the break. What, what would you like to see as a supporter? 
I think if if you look at the last game, um, I think it was at Fenris Varos, I can't remember, but there was a few points where you just you wanted them to stretch the game. It's not always beautiful football, but if a team's playing a very high press and you've got a bit of pace up front, you sometimes just need that long ball over the top and it might be a bit of a hit and hope. So you'd not I don't want so much to change tack, but I'd like to see maybe a little bit of mixture in it, whereas like if they are under the cost, they are willing to play that chance over the top and play through because it does invite a lot of pressure and uh, like I say, as much as Joe Hart's done well this season, there was that um, unlucky issue in the last game where he just took his time instead of just you know getting rid of the ball, taking the pressure off, letting the team reset. Because um, you guys will know yourselves, you know I mean, when there's a game where you are playing such a quality opponent, sometimes you've just got to give yourself that break and not let them pressure as much and make it sort of ugly football that makes it difficult for them to play a certain way. So a mix of both, yeah, I really like the style he's playing. It's, it's entertaining and it's, it's great in the SPL, but I think we've all got to realise that we have to be sensible when you're coming up against some top European opposition. Here's Ange Postacoglu speaking about Celtic tonight in Seville. Yeah, look, as I said before, I mean, there is historical significance. And, and, and you know, I mean, I'm, I'm at Celtic Park now. When you walk around, there are images, you know, whether that's of Martin O'Neill or or our fans on that day, um, you know, the, the the past experiences in Seville and in European competitions, um, they're everywhere. And, of course, they, they have an impact. And, um, you know, it would have been great if we had some travelling support um, across there because it's a journey you want to share with with your supporters. But irrespective, um, you know, you, you understand the historical significance, but it also kind of motivates you to to kind of make your own stamp. Um, and that's what I keep saying for this team is that they've got an opportunity to create their own moments in, in, in this you know, great football club's history and, and create nights that hopefully can be talked about by future generations of players who come through these uh, through these doors. Huge night tonight then, Celtic in Seville up against Real Betis. Jordan, we found out a couple of things uh, on the team sheet. Neves Felipe is Jota. We pretty much knew that. But the manager, so it's Manuel <laughs> Pellegrini, of course, of Betis, the ex-Man City and West Ham manager, against Angelos Postecos. Postecos. must be the official name. Huh? Yeah. What do you Mark. think is going to be the scoreline tonight, Jordan? What do you reckon? We hear Leanne saying a, a draw. Would you, You'd grab that now. But what do you think it's going to be? I, I, I hate that old... Like you you would take a draw. Do you know what I mean? You put your reasonable head on as a fan and you would 100% take a draw looking at the situation as a team and the sort of, any sort of circumstances. But I'd love to see us sneak a 1-0. Do you know what I mean? Stranger things have happened. Celtic beat Barcelona with a team that had Miku in it. So, do you know what I mean? There's... Um, there's, there's things can happen in Europe, mm-hmm. Johnny. You know I if the players show up and they know what's expected of them, so I, I'll take a one 0 Celtic all day. One 0 Celtic, you reckon? And they're up against it's a heck of a team, isn't it? When you look at Real Betis, oh. did we give you the team? The Celtic subs we didn't tell you on the bench: the two keepers, Barkas and Bain. Their skills: McCarthy. Will he feature tonight? Uruhide, Shaw, Murray, Henderson, and Welsh. Mm-hmm. Some people may feel uh, he's been unfortunate in the last week or two. Uh, the Celtic lineup: Hart, Starfelt, Ayeti up front, Soro and Turnbull. Uh, Jota and Rogic, Carter Vickers at the back Montgomery Ralston and Juranovic up against Betis or Bravo Montoya Gonzalez Victor Ruiz Juanmi Fekir the star player Quintas Canales Joaquin Guardado and Miranda and on the bench there's so many but Bellerin's one of them he's not even made it Bellerin obviously you know just coming from Arsenal yeah um, on loan isn't he on loan and and also I see another sneaky name on the bench there William Carvalho what a player (laughs) what a player he is as well so this is a very very strong side Tello also on the bench former Barcelona player this is a very very strong better side 
What's going to happen tonight? What do you reckon, Leanne? What are the things to to look out for there? I think you are a wee bit worried about the, the Celtic lineup. You know, not they don't have the captain, they don't have Kyogo, they don't want excuses, but what do you think is going to happen? No, listen, I think it would be another incredible story if Celtic could get a result over there tonight. Um, you would absolutely take the draw, I think, if it was handy to you just now. But to be honest, I think they'll... they'll Betis will have too much for Celtic tonight. I think, you know, whether it's up to Celtic, I think, how much is in the game. You know, I don't think you would want it to be a route, but I certainly think that Betis will, will do enough to get a result. Is it impossible to play for Celtic the Ange way tonight? I think I think when you take into consideration how new that side is, mm. you know, we've spoke about a Yeti being the only player from last season. You've got a new back line, a new midfield. You've got Montgomery out of position. You've got Jota that's come in and, and having to hit the ground running. Um... I think it's going to be really, really tough to keep that up in that heat over there off the back of the fixtures that they've already played um, with the personnel that they've got knowing that they don't have many attacking changes to make, if any, really. Um, I think it could be a tough night for them. Craig, what do you reckon? I just struggle to see how Ange will steer from away from what he loves uh, and the way that he likes to play and... Uh, I will be really, really surprised if he if he doesn't play as he has done. Um, and and I, I agree with Leanne. I don't think that the personnel is there, but I don't think they'll have a choice in terms of what he, he expects and how still he wants go to for play. It, play out from the back? Yes. Yep. Yeah, it won't change. Won't change. Um, if I'm... Celtic, I'm looking at Joachim. Joachim. Yep. Um, number 17 for Real Betis. Just a, a young age of 40. Amazing. Um, <laughs> so I'll tell you what, I'm, try, I'm trying to make him work as hard as possible. Yeah. You know, like sometimes you've, yeah. you've really got to um, understand a, a team and a dynamic and, and where potentially you can explore. Uh, but I do not think um, Celtic will change in terms of the way that Ange wants him to play. A name to look out for, Nabil Fakir. Fakir is, is a star, star player, star quality. You know, he was at Leon previously. Uh, has won the World Cup, uh, nearly 200 games with Leon and scored 70 goals. He's a playmaker, um, so he can score goals, can assist. The worry for Celtic uh, tonight is in the four games he's played this season, he hasn't scored or assisted, so, so uh, <laughs> it might be already bottled up to come out tonight. Rangers in action at eight, Celtic in action in 25 minutes. It's dull in Glasgow, we're going to Seville, live next. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Thanks to Chris for the traffic and travel. The rain's coming down here in Glasgow. How is it in Seville, the Plaza de España? We heard about George Square there. Craig Moore's here, Leanne Crichton, Paul Cooney and Stefan's on the line in Seville. Good evening, Stefan. How you doing? Very well, how are you? How's the atmosphere? Many Celtic fans around? Yeah, there's a load of Celtic fans around. The atmosphere is just fantastic. The, the Betis fans have been amazing. The, just the city of Seville in, in general has just been fantastic with us. Had you left anything there in 2003? Are you too young, <laughs> Stefan? Did you make some old friends? Were you there 18 years ago? Uh, I'm, I, I'm too young to remember <laughs> or, or have to, have to have been in Seville. But um, yeah. for me, I've always had a, an adoration for the city. It's a beautiful city, an old university. I'd been there before with Scotland. I was just saying to Leanne and to Craig, it's an amazing place. So what do you think? You've heard the lineup. I take it, Celtic tonight? Uh, you no, know the, I've, no, I've not heard that. Right, here's how no. Celtic are going to line up, Leanne. Yep, in goals, Joe Hart, back line of Juranovic, Starfelt, Carter, Vickers and Ralston. A midfield three, it looks like Turnbull, Rogic and Sorrow. Montgomery off the left, Yota off the right and Ayeti leads the line through the middle. What's your thoughts on that one? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm quite happy with that. 
Um, I, I think it's probably the best team available. So no, that 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 fills me with a little bit of a happiness. I'm 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 happy with that. Yeah, we discussed that we thought perhaps Stefan maybe just Celtic are a bit light in terms of their attacking options. When you look at the bench, there's there's not really any attacking options. It's more midfielders and defenders. Um, and the one for me is that, that Carter Vickers has is, is kept his place alongside Starfelt and Welsh finds himself on the bench. What's your thoughts with that? I mean, I thought Carter Vickers was phenomenal on Saturday. and No disrespect to, to Ross County. Obviously, he should, he should be having a a good game, but I really thought he adapted well to the to the Scottish League, and he, he was something of a no-nonsense defender. Every ball that he didn't want to sort of pass, he just kicked out of the park, and that's what you want from a defender, and he was great at making challenges. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with that inclusion. Only one member of the team tonight started at this time last year, and it was uh, Albin Ayeti. Now, he scored two goals at the weekend. What's your feeling about him tonight? Could be a massive night for him. It really could be a massive night for him. He's a player that didn't really get a chance under Neil Lennon that I really thought should have. His uh, play at Basel with Elianusi was talked about a lot. We never really got to see them combine. So I'm really happy for him to score his two goals at the weekend. And you know, I, I think he can kick on from this. In the midfield, it's a big night for I mean, Rogic started well for the manager. Then he was dropped the other way, or he was rested, then he was back in. I'm just thinking uh, Turnbull, Sorrow, Leanne, what do you make of uh, the Celtic midfield, obviously without Callum McGregor? Yeah, I think it's still a strong midfield. Um, we haven't seen too much of Sorrow. You know, he's come off the yeah. bench on several occasions. I think Rogic looked, you know, we've spoke about the in terms of the press and the way the team plays. He looks like a different player this season, but he doesn't have those players in and around him. Tonight, you know, it's a, a different line. You don't have Kyogo up top yeah. uh, linking the game the way he does. Abad is missing. But I do believe it's still a very strong midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, whether Rogic lasts the whole game or not will be the question mark. I think he's always the one that usually uh, departs around about the 80-minute 80, 80 mark, 75 uh, minutes. If, if he's doing well. Yeah. If and, he's and doing it happened well. He always in, comes off earlier. It happened in the game at the weekend. McGregor came off. Rogic came off. Yep. Um, he got the armband yeah, as well, but he's still... Yeah. why Hart then had the armband yeah. from there. So um, it's a big yep. night for them. Mm-hmm. Those three players in the middle of the park have got to step up and show why they're Celtic players. Stephen, I want to hear from Craig now, but where are you just now in Seville? Paint the scene, would I am, you? I am just outside the stadium, up a street a little bit. I've just managed to get a ticket for the game, so wow. I am I'm, I'm quite quite close. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, the fans had booked up immediately when they yeah, were yeah. invited to the game. Yeah. So, you know, I feel for the fans. Uh, what's the weather like? I've been I've been banging on about eighty six degrees, which is what it is there. Uh, it's sixty one here in Glasgow. Make us jealous. It is extremely warm. Uh, I not really felt heat like this for a while. Um, mm. I say that I was in Greece two weeks ago, but I mean, it's, it's just <laughs> uh, the weather's been phenomenal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, amazing. Well, it is a really hot city in the summer and I'm saying jealous, but football-wise, Craig, you're you're partly jealous, aren't you, that we're not there, but it's uh, tough oh, conditions. For sure, yeah. Yep. Now, I've just seen some some footage come through as well of, of Celtic warming up and you can see the you can see that it's hot, you can see the blue skies and uh, it's going to it's going to be a real test. Uh, the, the the thing was, Stefan, they had water sitting next to them, mate. I'm sure you've got beers instead of instead of the agua eh? <laughs> sitting next to you, but yeah. it's going it's going to be a real test. It's going to be a real real test for for Celtic, um, which I'm sure that you know. But hey, look, it's great to to be able to travel travel. Like it says, I mean, a lot of the um, the flights as we touched on, but we're already booked and all that. Yeah. But it sounds like a wonderful uh, atmosphere, something that uh, you know should be a great experience. So we hope you have a fantastic night and hopefully get the right result for Celtic because again, we we want to see 
a really positive performances for the for the Scottish clubs. However, I do feel that this might be um, a little bit uh, too far away for, for Celtic to get a result tonight, a winning result. Stefan, what's your score like? What do you think is going to happen? Um, I think it's going to be a really hard game. Uh, Betis have a lot of quality in their team. Uh, you know, Sergio Canales, they have Sequeira, uh, you know, players like Guardado. They're, they're no mugs. They know what they're doing and I think it's going to be a tough night but if I was, you know, from a Celtic fan, I have to think that Celtic are going to win. Um, so I'm going to say 2-1 to the men in hoops. 2-1 for Celtic. So how far to the ground then? It's just five minutes. You can see it from where you are. Yeah, I can see it from where I am. It's probably about a three-minute walk. There's a great atmosphere between the fans. I heard you saying that. And there's a does Celtic have a great relationship with the city? You know, we come home uh, to Scotland and, and we think we have with certain places. It, do you think that genuinely is the case between the Celtic fans who were there, 80,000 And as I remember, there were no arrests whatsoever in two thousand and three. Yeah, I, I think the the people have been so friendly. Um, they've been so so nice. Um, so yeah, um, I think we do have a great relationship. Um, I'm, I'm going to have to just jump because on I'm you go. To, to leave, but Adios, so, amigo. Stefan, thanks very much. Cheers, enjoy. Cheers, Good luck. Stefan, enjoy us there from uh, just around the corner. He painted it well, didn't he? Because it's got all the wee a university city, yeah. the old town, the old cathedral. It's an amazing place. The weather, just looking, looking at the weather and all I that. Look at like it on holiday, isn't I know. it? Yeah, I mean, absolutely it's, brilliant. It's disappointing for the, the fans that have travelled that, yeah. that can't attend the game but certainly the ones that have still travelled to watch the game over there and, and find a pub and yeah, have yeah, other yeah. fans here alongside yep. you in the, the blistering heat it uh, looks fantastic certainly better than what we can see out the window just sure. now Paul isn't it? Absolutely yeah it's getting <laughs> kind of almost dark Ange Postacoglu being interviewed at the moment in BT Sport uh, he was talking with us and with the other media about the opponents he's in no doubt he knows they are tough Real Betis you know, like all all opposition, you know, we, we, we do our research and we've had somebody watch them play on Monday night and, you know, I've got all the information we need on them. Yeah, they're a pretty settled team. They, they they brought in one or two, but, you know, they had a fantastic year last year. They've got an outstanding manager. And again, it's the kind of opposition we want to test ourselves against and uh, especially away from home. Um, you know, the Crowley side, they've got some real threats um, up front um, who, who, you know, uh, can cause any team problems. So um, I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a good test for us and I think it'll be a good game. And you know, from our perspective, again, it's about trying to impose the way we want to play on, on, on a very good opposition. Trying to impose the way Celtic want to play. That's mm -hmm. the question. Can they do it tonight? That's the, you know, can they impose their style of play against a team that probably should be Champions League quality? But again, that comment suggests that it's the same it's the same. Yeah, it's it's we're 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 playing this style of football. That's who we are. That's what we want to be. And it doesn't matter who uh, we play against. That, like I says, the concern for me is just that Celtic are nowhere near uh, strong enough at this moment in time with with the the players that are available to them, and and, and the depth in terms of uh, you know players coming off the off the bench. Um, again, it's more defensive. Uh, it, it's midfield options. Um, so there's going to be a, a large period of this game where you're really, really hanging on. And if you don't have that outlet, um, you know, Ayeti, it was great to see him get his couple of goals at the weekend, but mm. he doesn't really have the pace to be able to stretch uh, a, an opponent's back line. Uh, so again, that, that's a concern that all of a sudden it's just going to be wave after wave after wave. Very interesting. Top test for Celtic. It is. I mean, I think in another night, if Celtic were at full strength, it would be a completely different discussion because, a, you know, Betis are, are a two, you know they're a top side. What were they sixth in Six, Spain last yeah. year? They've gone from fifteenth the season before, 
Um, so it's been a quick progression. You know, maybe they're punching slightly above their weight in terms of where they find themselves this season, but they've got top players within that side. Um, if it was a game at Celtic Park tonight, uh, with this squad, it might be slightly different again, just in terms of the environment, the heat, the travel, um, and the players that are missing. But I think for tonight, Celtic have just got to focus on being that team, working together. And mentioned that trying to impose your style on the opposition, it'll be a really good test for them. Um, I think it'll be incredibly difficult. But if you can go there and you can take any sort of positives and get back to Glasgow and look forward to your game at the weekend. We spoke last week about how many games they've got, seven games in 23 days, something like that. It's a hectic schedule. You need to come back for this game tonight with no more injuries. Mm. Um, a full squad ahead of the weekend and kick on after that Stelian Petrov there on BT Sport they don't have a Stan Petrov at the moment McGregor of course mm. absolutely brilliant this could be Turnbull's chance tonight to really yeah. and we have spoken yeah. about him people did come on and say he should play even more for Scotland he has one for the future you know a Yeti up front we have spoken about it it wasn't happening he got two goals at the weekend but there's nobody there's no backup for him is there Christie's gone you know he's at Bournemouth playing the other night against mm -hmm. Barnsley you know Edward has gone Kyle goes off Dukamakis is just not fit yet but uh... yeah, and, and for me it's a little bit of a, a strange situation is, that yeah. you, you sign uh, yeah. a player who I can only assume must have been training with his with his mm -hmm. previous club yeah. um, unless there was you know, maybe an issue uh, with, with something, but clearly he's not at a level because he's he's not involved. He's he's not on the bench because um, he, he would have been registered obviously in time for the the, mm -hmm. the, the Europa. But um, yeah, it kind of just leaves it leaves Celtic very very short uh, in terms of that 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 attacking um, threat. And when you don't have that attacking threat, especially away from home, yeah. you don't have any opportunity to kind of grow into the game then it can be a really, really tough night. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Like I said, Celtic uh, under Ange, they'll be gung-ho. They'll, they'll go at it. It's just whether or not the quality is there. It might sound like an old cliche, but set plays could be massive tonight. Mm -hmm. If you manage to keep yourself in this game and execute a game plan that, that goes and imposes on the opposition, when you look at players like Turnbull, Rogic, wand of a left foot and a yeah. right foot, mm -hmm. The deliveries are exceptional. We know that's where a Yeti comes into his own. Um, he was a fox in the box at the weekend. That's where he got his goals. He was switched on. He was reactive. Um, he was at the back post to head home the first and he reacted quickest to the second off the bar from McCarthy. So um, then you've got, you know, Starfelt and Carter Vickers going in there. I think it was Jordan that mentioned how aggressive Carter Vickers was. Well, let's see him in the opposition box. Let's see if he can be that player that goes and grabs a goal when you need it most. The match is coming next. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Thanks, Chris. What a night it's going to be. There'll be 50,000 at Ibrook Stadium. European football is back and it's Stephen Gerrard's 50th game in charge in Europe. So we'll speak to him. We'll hear from him in a moment or two as uh, the teams come out there in the sunshine. Real Betis against Celtic. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Rangers fans calling in now. On the way to Ibrox, as we hear already, it's going to be busy. Uh, the scene, Leanne Crichton, Craig Moore, the former Rangers star, Leanne Crichton with Motherwell, former Scotland star is with us. And we're just looking there, it's quite a sight, Leanne, isn't it? In the sunshine there in Seville. Yeah, it looks unbelievable. Uh, I would imagine the warm-up as a player would have felt really intense, but, but really good as well. I think when you're over there and you feel that heat on you, the fans are in the stadium, the noise will be starting to intensify. It's, these are the games you want to play as a footballer. You know, Forget the players that are missing now. You're the 11 that will take to the field. Go and give it your absolute best. 
They can't play in their normal hoops tonight, nor can Seville, <laughs> uh, because uh, Real Betis have kind of the same kind of strip mm-hmm. the other way around, but it's uh, green and white. So I see they've got the blue shorts on. We're waiting to they take off the tracksuit top. But again, I think the the Celtic boys will be quite happy with, you know, all, all white, obviously with the green trim down the yep. stripes, because uh, look look how hot it, it is there as well. So white white's probably a, a nice colour to have. Nice, nice strip, but big, big test. But I tell you what, it looks a beautiful stadium. It, re- it really does. Um, Nice to see that you know it, it's full enough, so it should be a fantastic atmosphere, and no doubt, uh, like I says, I mean Celtic will want to come out of the traps quickly as well. But away from home, it's 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 going to be very very difficult. I expect Real Betis to be on the front foot. Pellegrini, no mug, unbelievable experience at this level uh, with top top teams, um, so should be a should be a cracking game. Referee Jovic there from Croatia as the captains come together and it's Joe Hart, the former England goalkeeper, in charge looking, for Celtic. Looking pretty yeah. in pink. There, isn't I, I they did, they yeah. kept men of it some job this week to try and find strips that don't clash yeah. because you, you forget that actually in European mm. football and in any level. Um, you know, the colours that you see in the strips now, you've got bright greens and blues and um, Joe Hart's in, mm. in all pink, top to bottom, Celtic in all white and yeah, Betis normally wear green but they find themselves in all blue tonight just looking at the way they line up according to TV that's not quite the way we saw it there Mm. I don't think we'll find out in the next few minutes let's hear from Stephen Gerrard just before the game kicks off in about two minutes time as Celtic go into the huddle Stephen Gerrard his 50th European game in charge at Rangers I hope they get more and more special but the only way to do that is to get results against these big teams You know, when the high level opponents come into Ibrox or we're on our travels we need to make sure we keep impressing ourselves yeah, and doing as well as we can. I've really enjoyed the, the the ride and the journey from a personal point of view. In terms of rating myself, I don't really do that. You can only give your best. I think that's for you guys to, to judge and, and have your opinion on it. But for me, I've loved it. I love being involved in European games I did as a player and I'm really enjoying the ride as a manager as well. It's going to be some game tonight. We'll talk more about that in the second hour. We'll do that at halftime. Teams ready to get underway. We see there... Manuel Pellegrini hasn't had his haircut has he since he left West Ham he looks the same doesn't yeah. he looks the same 67 <laughs> full good, good, good head good of hair. hair so what do you reckon I, I know earlier on you thought uh, again it's probably not what the, the Celtic supporters want to hear but I think there's going to be a really tough night from uh, I can see Real Betis winning this one and, and probably comfortably could be comfortable Leanne yeah I think that, you know the ledger a couple of goals I think on Betis' side I, I hope that Celtic go and give themselves a good account though you know but a new look side players that are looking to make the mark players that perhaps have, have lacked game time this season when you look at the likes of Sorrow in there a Yeti mm-hmm. who's been desperate for his chance well now it's come you know he, you would have thought he was going to find his, himself on the bench for a long time when Kyogo came in now you've got that opportunity step up to the mark he managed to do that at the weekend he got his double and then defensively we've spoke for a long long time about how Celtic have performed defensively as a team I don't think they're the finished article yet and, and there's some new players in there tonight as well so a strong performance is required Scoreline I'm going to go 2-0 Betis. Still for Betis. Normally at this point we'd be saying, the manager would be saying, look, give nothing away the first 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. But is that the Ange way? What, what, yeah. what would you be saying to the players? Uh, but still, no. no yeah. But believe, I'm giving you the confidence to go and express yourself and play the way that, that I want you to play. What we're working on in the training ground, this is what I want you to, to, to execute. Don't, don't be... Uh, be brave, be bold. And like I said, what you want to do, Paul, is, is not make any silly mistakes. Mm-hmm where all of a sudden, uh, you know, you're inviting pressure or giving away a cheap goal. If, if the opponent's going to score and they're going to do well, make them earn it. 
they've kicked off Celtic in possession and I see big John Hartson is back there in Seville we know he didn't play because yeah, of injury in yeah. 2003 I wondered where he was he was with you at the weekend he was in great form the two of you here on uh... I was he, he was in good form the big man he was um, yeah. his tips were not bad uh, he, <laughs> he, he was pretty much on the ball with what, what results were coming through I've seen uh, one of his pictures just as he was maybe flying out right yeah, um, that he'd posted on on Twitter as well. So I'm sure he'll he'll enjoy it out there as well, and he'll be hoping that Celtic can get a good result. Indeed, he was on with us as you know the other night, and then he was off early the next day yeah. to Seville. We shouldn't forget, Leanne. It's great to see uh, fans at the ground as uh, Jota comes forward for Celtic, and you've mentioned him as being important. Well, they yeah, all are, but you, yep. again, a real live wire, similar in the sense to Abada gives you that energy, a bit of trickery, certainly travels with the ball, which I think is what, what Ange is, is wanting his players to do with a lot of energy and um, lots of running as well, but he's a real attacking threat. You know, Celtic have started this game, I know, a couple of minutes in, but th- there is that intent there. You can see that there's no change. They're not dropping off. They're not going to let Betis have the ball and, and sit in all night and try and conserve energy. Celtic have gone there to, to play the way they want to play and go and try and get a result, which is great to see. And it was big for them getting a win at the weekend because it was tough, you know, the Chief Exec leaving on the yeah, Friday. Yeah. And I know that some people think it affects players, others it doesn't. But the new wave of optimism of the new guard and Ange Postacoglu along with him um, and he'd gone as Celtic oh. come forward and try into the box as a chance there. And it's uh, cleared eventually. It's a bit untidy at the back. Celtic, good chance. Nah, big chance. You know, Celtic uh, have worked, uh, you know, they've been confident on the ball. They're, they're, they're knocking it about. Um, they're shifting Real Betis. Yota makes a good forward run. Uh, unfortunately, it was just a little bit too heavy. Um, goalkeeper comes out and um, you know prevents any uh, danger. But Celtic have started off really, really positive. Uh, but yeah, Paul, you touch on. I mean, look, the one real positive that you can say that um, out of all the turmoil that's happened over the last period of time, Ange Postecoglou coming in has been one real positive for the football club. Um, you know, he's he's kept his head down. He's working extremely hard with his team. People can clearly see. Uh, the change of style uh, and and what Celtic are trying to achieve, and and I'm not you know Celtic I'm not saying you uh, you got to give him loads of time, but you can see that uh, the turn the turnaround already in a, in a really quick period of time um, has been quite significant, and this is a team that will continue to get stronger and stronger. The fans love him and they love his style of football. Yeah, and by the looks of it, the players love him as well yep. you know and I think that's really really important and thinking about the players that maybe have had to bide their time and in terms of the opportunity they look as if they're ready to go you know there's there's no petulance we've not heard any stories mm-hmm. of unrest um, I think the players that want to be there now are there the transfer window's gone um, so I think what you've got is a hungry group of players that are in a, an environment that they feel loved and wanted and I think you can see the progress. I know it's a short time, but Craig's right. You can see, you know, it's infectious the way that they play. It's infectious. Some of the results haven't gone their way. You know, I think they'll be disappointed with that. But I think when you're putting so many new things in place to get consistency is on a different level. And, and that will come over time. You know, that it's a work in progress. Yes, as a Celtic manager, I don't think you've got too much time and uh, certainly the patience will wear thin if they, yeah, you know, yeah, if they don't sure. come up with the goods yeah. by the end of the season in some capacity or there's a, a, you know, a clear uh, direction and where they're going. But so far, the signs have been really positive and you know, so far, four minutes into this game, the players are looking hungry. Celtic on the attack yeah. again. Craig no, been, they've, been, yeah. they've been lively. Like, so the, 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 the Yota Jota opportunity come off a... Uh, positive ball from uh, Tom Rogic uh, in that area that you like to see him on the ball. Unfortunately, he's just flicking it a- around corner, um, so it was just a, had a little bit too much on it. But you know, Jota's been lively. Uh, but again, like Celtic, uh, 
You know, they're knocking the ball about. Another opportunity coming to the back post there, Turnbull. Unfortunately, it hits his hand. Um, but Betters haven't been up the park. They haven't been up the park. I mean, one, one chance there with a long ball and then Hart comes Just out. Just <laughs> And clears it. But they, they haven't. They, they, you know, it's been dominated so far by, yep. by Celtic. So a really, really positive start. But the thing is, like I said, it's about... Not going to be loads of chances for Celtic in this match, um, but you wouldn't think so. It's mm. about you know maybe when that one comes along, can you can you score it? Can you again put a little bit of pressure on, on Betis? I mean they'll definitely have some chances within this match. I think Betis they'll have you know been doing the homework in Celtic as well and, and looking at the performances and the style of play in terms of that high energy attacking uh, play that they they try and execute. So whether that's just you know first ten minutes or so they're getting a feel for Celtic and and having a look at you know, what they've got because some of these players have maybe not had too much information on and, and certainly they haven't played together too often. So um, it'll be interesting to see how Betis adapt over, you know, the next 10, 15 minutes if they go and try and get a stranglehold in the game and, and start playing more than Celtic's half. But so far it looks like they're perhaps looking for that transitional moments against Celtic to try and catch them out defensively. Was that good tackle there by Carter Vickers a moment or two ago and uh, Sorrow as well showing just seeing it back here so it's nil-nil six minutes gone Real Betis nil Celtic nil the scoreline at the moment let's hear a quick bit from Stephen Gerrard speaking about we know about the problems with Helander out until Christmas time mm. uh, here he is speaking about Leon. Uh, he's available uh, for selection we looked after him at the weekend because he had a couple of um, Injury concerns that went. And he's speaking here about the goalkeeper. Uh, he's available uh, for selection. We looked after him at the weekend because he had a couple of um, injury concerns that weren't major, but it wasn't worth taking the risk either because we obviously had uh, Big John available. So it was more a case of looking after Alan and, and respecting his body at the weekend. But yeah, he's available and he's fit and good to go tomorrow. So that was the answer we wondered, didn't we? At the weekend, where, yeah. where was Alan McGregor? Yeah, no, and that's right. He gives a very clear explanation there. So you'd, you'd, you'd expect McGregor, obviously, to come in. Um, you know, we touched on Gerard's 50th match. He's, he's only lost eight matches in Amazing. Europe. Uh, it's, been, it's an incredible run that, that he's had, that the, the team have had. Um, Especially when in the league, the first two seasons, Rangers didn't yeah, perform well. Undefeated in the, the Europa group stage. Um, so, so again, like there's, yeah. there's a lot of positivity, you would think, uh, in terms of what Rangers have achieved and been able to build over a couple of years under Steven Gerrard in Europe. This is a big, big test though because Leon, Leon are a top, top side. They certainly are. Here is the manager's assessment of the opposition. I think arguably the best. I think it's you know a full strength. Leon, uh, as I said earlier, in my opinion, very much a Champions League team with Champions League calibre players. Uh, they've got a manager who got this job on the back of doing ever so well as the Bayer Leverkusen manager. He's been here before. He knows what we're about. So this is a real big test tomorrow and there's no doubt about it. We have to be at our best um, and that goes for both sides of the game. We have to have a high level of focus and concentration tomorrow because if you don't against these teams, you can be punished and punished very quickly. So um, it's a real good test for us, a good challenge, but we've also got to have our own confidence and our own belief that we can play at this level, we can compete and at the right times during the game, we have to show bravery that we can go and hit the opposition as well. So we know the size of the challenge and it's arguably the biggest we've had as a group. No change still, nil-nil with Celtic. Hadji still out with COVID, we know about Halander. Leanne, what do you think of the Rangers squad though? Strong enough for tonight? I think it'll be strong enough in, in terms of the, the pool of players that Rangers have got. Um, I think it'll be a tough night though. Mm -hmm. We've spoke about the, the calibre of Leon, Leon and where they've come from and 
where they were not too far ago in, in terms of 13 mm. months in the Champions League. So I think it's going to be a real tough test for Rangers. It'll be interesting. You know, they are at home, they've got the fans with them. How they approach the game will be interesting. I think in the European results gone before, Rangers had a lot of success in sitting in and catching teams in, in that transition um, and the counter-attack. So when you've got a, a bit of pace up top in, in terms of Kent, whether Sakala's on the, the bench as well, mm. I think this is a game that nice. you could possibly see him coming on and, and having that impact, whether he starts or not. We, we, we haven't seen the lineup yet, but I'm assuming that um, it would be the usual front three of Ruth, Morelis and Kent. But you've got players there that can cause problems. So I think it's just all down to the game plan and, and how you can deal with opposition. But another huge test and an incredible night for the players, for the fans. Craig touched on it. We want to see the Scottish teams performing well and, and getting results and staying in these tournaments as long as they possibly can. Um, just on the Celtic game, Sorrow picked up a, a yellow card a couple of minutes ago, Paul, and you can imagine that that's going to be a long night um, over there, less than 10 minutes played, and you're walking that tightrope again, especially in the engine room of midfield where he's going to need to put himself about tonight and break up play for huge spells of the match, you would have thought. Initially, I thought that Fakir made the most of it, but got the slow mo. You see, yeah, he, it was kinda, a sore one. he, 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 he steps on yep. his ankle. So it, the referee, it was the right decision. But um, Leanne, you're right. It's a, it's a long time yeah. uh, left in the game to be. Especially with his game, because well, he's that winner. type of player that gets close and, and likes to, you know, put the boot in and yeah. um, break things down. Yeah, really, absolutely. so contact is a, is a really important part of his game and his his role in, in terms of what needs to to be done for Celtic tonight. So he'll definitely need to be careful. Um, but again, like Celtic are still, they've been nice and positive. Again, Betis will grow into this game, um, but Celtic uh, certainly um, have come and been really, really positive and not, they've not allowed Betis to come dominate them from the, from the, the, the first whistle. So really positive start. Yeah, I mean, their pressing moments have been excellent, even in, in moments that they've been out of possession. Um, Betis have looked to play it the odd time, but Celtic are there in, in threes and fours crowding the ball, winning it back and then looking to pop it two and three passes and then break the lines and get forward. Um, you can see that's the identity, you know, and that's why the Celtic fans will accept even maybe not the best result over there tonight. Going by the opening 10 minutes, you, you wouldn't be surprised now if Celtic go and grab something. They're forcing, they're actually forcing a lot of errors because when they when they lose the ball, uh, again, it's like, mm. it's like they get a gag and press in, it's like boom, boom, mm -hmm. boom. It's like yep. that quick two or three seconds to win the ball back and better are making a lot of mistakes. Six o'clock news coming next. We'll keep you right up to date. We'll preview Rangers. It's nil-nil. 11 minutes played. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. As Celtic go one up against Real Betis in Seville in 13 minutes, it went to VAR. It was Albina Yeti who scored for Celtic. It took three minutes to check it. And just a moment ago, Joe Hart, a brilliant save. Top. So it's top save. Um, amazing Moore. save. Uh, for corner... Header the back stick, still waiting to see who got the header. Sends it straight back across. Hart makes a wonderful save, diving far to his right, getting a really strong hand on it. Massive save for Celtic. Leanne Crichton, not many people saw that coming. The goal from Ayeti. The referee said no, went to VAR, and it's a goal. Yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful start from Celtic. We spoke about how they, they had started with that uh, high energy, looking to get at Betis. They've dominated possession. The chance came. It was a wonderful bit of play from Jota down the right-hand side. Great delivery into that danger zone. Ayeti pounced on it. I think it came off the defender. He got the last touch. 
Then there was the debate whether there had been a handball or not. Went to VAR. Celtic got the decision. They got the goal and, and Hearts came up with a, with a good with that save to his right-hand side. Wonderful save. Keeps it at 1-0. A brilliant opening 20 minutes. And what a chance a few moments ago as we see the replay there. Look at that save. I must tell you, Tommy Rogic had a chance there to score. But first of all, the save again from Hearts. It's, it's an amazing save because it's a good header. Um, obviously, looking to try and find the far corner. Hart dives to his right, gets a really strong hand on it. More importantly, he's able to parry it away from danger. So top save. Um, and, and first chance really for, for Betis, if, if I'm honest. You know, the, the goal... Celtic thoroughly deserved. There was a review, but there was nothing. It was just a great goal. Don't know why they took so long to come to to, to the right decision. And then there was another chance also. Yeti got down the outside of the centre of um, Betis's defence, scrambles the ball across the box. Um, so, look, the game has really opened up. It's very end-to-end. And the Celtic defence now being tested as Betis come forward. Another great save from Joe Hart, Leanne Crichton. What a save. Yeah, it's brilliant. You know, I, I'm surprised at Betis, so they don't look the quickest even going forward. Um, whether they're shocked at, at the way Celtic have come and performed, um, Celtic are doing really well. It's actually a great game to be across. There's another yellow card getting getting dished out here. I think it's for some protest <laughs> from the Betis players. We'll maybe get another replay and look at it. Guardado, but I think. Celtic have got to be happy with the way they've started and, and we spoke about Joe Hart in terms of his experience. He's got the armband tonight. I think there's complaints about sorrow. It's another foul in the middle of the park and I think they're wondering why it's maybe not a second yellow but for me it just looked clumsy. Um, he stood up to the challenge. That's why Joe Hart's at Celtic Football Club because he's experienced. He comes up with those um, important saves. He's a vocal player. He'll dominate that back line in terms of keeping the team right and so far he's come up with two brilliant saves that keeps the score at 1-0. You can see his confidence soaring. A long, long way to go but you did say your fellow countryman Ange Postacoglu, he only knows one way to play. Yeah, no, like I said, and look, the, the Spanish, uh, Betis, they won't be used to to, to somebody really mm. going and pressing them, and certainly on their their, their home soil. So, look, Ange, um, adamant about the way he wants to play football, um, giving the players the confidence to go out and play that he, the way that he wants them to. They've had a fantastic start to the match and got their goal. Look, Betis... Uh, starting to get a, a few more opportunities. The game is sort of like stretched a little bit, opened up a little bit. Um, so look, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. And Celtic just again, if they can frustrate now for the next five mm. or ten minutes, not allow betters to get involved in this game, then they can start to really frustrate and maybe look to, to even get a second goal themselves. Leanne, do you change it a bit and take Sorrow off because he's been booked and they're targeting him? Yeah, they were fishing definitely yeah. there. Yeah, I think that you know that's the tactic that you're going to get from the betters players. It's a good point. Paul, whether it's it's something that Ange Postacoglu will look at, you know, he has got options in there and, and especially with McCarthy, he came off the bench at the weekend, looked comfortable, got himself forward as well, looked like he was getting his fitness back. It's a shame for Sorrow because um, you've been, you know, I've been in there as a midfielder at times and you set yourself an agenda to go and, and make your mark early and, and get close to your opponent, break up the play, you know the job that you've got to do but when you get that yellow card so early in the game, now Betis are behind in the match. They're going to play. They're going to be up close to the referee. Everything that Sorrow does, they will scrutinise. They will demand that second yellow. Mikel Antonio has scored for West Ham against Dinamo Zagreb. So it could be a huge night for Celtic. Huge night for Rangers, hopefully too, against Lyon. On the line now is Cammy, a Rangers fan. Good evening, Cammy. Hi, guys. Good evening. Good Hi, Cammy. Are you uh, ready for the match tonight? Tottenham are 1-1 at Wren. Wren have equalised. Are you going to the match tonight, Cammy? No, unfortunately not. Not tonight. I'll be there, but I'll be watching yeah. it. 
So what are you feeling about it? Good start there for Celtic. We want to see the Scottish clubs doing well as uh, Betis come forward, but not, nothing to see there as uh, two of them go down in the box. Cammy, what are you thinking tonight then for Rangers? Um, I'm hopeful for the game. Um, I don't think Rangers will get beat tonight. Listen, obviously, it's going to be a, a good test. I heard Shakiri and Dembele are out mm-hmm. and won't be playing, so that's positive news for Rangers. But I, I don't think Rangers will get beat. I think that it could be a one-each draw tonight, but I'm confident. I think Rangers will have a lot of confidence on the back of the old firm win a couple of weeks ago, and as well as coming from 1-0 down against St. Johnson to win 2-1. Obviously, Europe's a different ball game, but we've been comfortable in Europe before, and I've, I've got belief that Steven Gerrard and the team could go and produce again tonight. Because the home game, so important yeah. to get a win. Yeah, and all, Cammy, no no concerns in terms of obviously the, the, the exit uh, to, to Malmo in terms of those two performances in Europe, uh, the Champions League exit. You, you feel as if that was just a, a once-off. I mean, look, the record has been pretty spectacular for Rangers over the, the last couple of seasons. And this will be a real test. Look, definitely Dembele out. Um, I wasn't sure whether or not it had been confirmed that Shakiri was out or not or whether or not he was still maybe an option. So... Um, they certainly have some fantastic players. I'll tell you what one to look out for is the boy Paqueta, mm-hmm. uh, who's come from... I've seen him three years ago at Flamengo. Um, he then went to AC Milan and he's found himself here at Lyon. And I'll tell you what, the boy can play. Attacking midfielder, score goals, yep. create goals, dribble. Reminds me a little bit. Remember Kaka? Mm-hmm. That, yeah. ty- that type of player. Wow. He's a really, really top player. Wait, the comparison. Celtic had a header there <laughs> just over to the top, to, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, just it was to, Carter yeah. Vickers that got on the end of it. Another good bit of play from Celtic initially to win the corner. It was a shot from distance from David Turnbull took a deflection. But that's what I spoke about. You know, they're on the attack again here. Celtic are doing incredibly well. And a real chance for a Yeti's going down in the box. He's, he's, he's going down. Yeah. It's a penalty. Know, but I think they're going to go to VAR. To VAR. Because I think he was offside at the start of the move. I might mm. be wrong. Okay. Um, but I it's thought potentially it's all action anyway 24 yeah. minutes into the game you'll be hoping for much of the same tonight Cammy in the, the Rangers game see here is he offside yeah. here he, he, no he's in his own half he's in so, his own half yep, so, he's onside so yep. this looks like it will be a, a a penalty for Celtic and a great opportunity unbelievable opportunity mm. to go 2-0 up it is a penalty is that a Yeti? It's amazing. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to be unfair. It's such a, a difficult time. Cammy, stay with us. We'll, we'll see the Celtic penalty. Um, and who is going to take it? Who will take the penalty? Is oh, that a Yeti? Is it, uh, does Rogic, Turnbull, does Rogic, Rogic take Rogic? it? Yeah, yeah there'll be a, a, a few, uh-huh. a few uh-huh. players, I think, will uh, yeah. be desperate yeah. to take it. Uh, in fact, a Yeti is getting treatment, so he, he collided with the goalkeeper and uh, he's still down at the moment. Cammy, back with you in a moment or two. Rangers would like this kind of start at home to Leon. It's going to be tough. These are the nights that we want, though. We absolutely want them. Aberdeen, uh, Hibs, they would love it. St. Johnson, uh, they're out. But the, the Glasgow Giants are there. But it's brilliant. I mean, like you, you hear you hear Andrew's passion when he talks about wanting to test himself uh, against the very best. You, you hear about Steven Gerrard talking about, <clears throat> um, obviously, wanting to do well in European football and the exposure that it gives uh, the Scottish game, the, the club, the players. And in terms of you know trying to attract players in the future, that's how important it is. How important is this penalty, Leanne? If Celtic score this, it's 27 minutes gone, so well into the first half, and an opportunity to go two up. Massive, yeah, it's a huge moment in the game. I think if if you know you're a Celtic player just now, you're feeling the pressure because you've got to go and convert it. You need to pile the pressure on Betis when you've got this opportunity because. You know, I think Celtic have started the game incredibly well. Loads of energy, loads of intent. They've certainly been the better side. 
but we know how quickly football can change and you're on a knife edge even at 2-0 the game can change quickly so they've got to convert this I think it's Juranovic actually that's going to take, take the penalty yep. and, and we did say like 2 or 3-0 both you and I to Celtic as well Liam we did absolute shocker <laughs> right so Cammy stay with us let's see what's going to happen here Juranovic then he scored a great goal for Leisure a couple of weeks ago he's going to whip it he's going to whip it you reckon right footed keepers jumping up and down here he comes Five, six steps forward and he scored. Yeah. Celtic are two up, 27 minutes played. It's Real Betis nil, Celtic two. Yeah, it's incredible. What a performance. Yeah, 27 minutes of sheer intent and ruthlessness, you've got to say, from Celtic. Um, the game plans there, they've got at them. Bravo and goals for Betis. It's a really bad decision that gives away the penalty. Yes. He comes lunging out. Even the touch from Ayeti, he's taken it away from goal. He's really wide. Um, it's a terrible decision, but a wonderful penalty, great conversion, and you've got the 2-0 advantage. It's a brilliant start. It's a top penalty. It's a top penalty. Like it's a new player. Um, <laughs> give me the ball. He wants to step up and take <laughs> penalties. And I, yep. I was speaking about whipping it. I tell you what, I had some fizz whipped into the goalkeeper's right-hand side. Mm -hmm. uh, rising. Goalkeeper had no chance. Fantastic penalty. Uh, not the smartest decision by Bravo, uh, but Celtic put themselves... 2 0 up and thoroughly deserved. A bit of whip there, a bit of, bit of whip whiz as well. Whippage, yep. whippage whiz. So, yeah, what about all, you? All the things I couldn't do. Cammy, does this get you even more up for it tonight for Rangers then? Because, you know, most people thought Celtic would struggle, still a long way to go. But for Rangers tonight against Leon, and you were giving us the stats earlier of uh, Stephen Gerrard in Europe as manager at Rangers. He's a 50, 50, yeah, uh, 50, 50, 50, come up yeah. with his 50th game. I'm not sure exactly. I think he's yeah. had 16 draws. He's had. Only eight losses. Mm. Trying to do my math to get how many wins that means, Cammy. Yep. But he's, yep. he's been on fire, hasn't he? Yep. Yeah, he's been absolutely on fire. The record in Europe has, uh, you know, for, for the main part of it, has been excellent. And mm. this, this is a real test tonight. Cammy, a big chance for Morelos. You know, he's been in and out and there's all the stuff about what he was saying on the radio station over there. It's uh, now in that pitch at, at Ibrox. He needs to do it tonight, doesn't he, Cammy? And, and score for Rangers in Europe. Yeah, well, I think um, Europe's the competition that Alfredo Morelos uh, thrives on he, he always seems to get a goal in Europe he, saw, he came out I think it was his first game for Rangers this season against Malmore at Ibrox and he scored he scored massive goals for Rangers in Europe um, over the years the one that always stands out for me was his goal against Ligia Warsaw in the last minute to put Rangers through the group stages so Manelos is always a big player for Rangers in general but especially in Europe he always seems to thrive Stephen Gerrard always made a couple of comments last season, didn't he, about how much he, he thrived in the competition and the reasons why he loved it the most. But I think he, his goals speak for himself. Betis have just hit the post there. Paul, whether Joe Hart got a touch on that, I don't know. Well, he's I think smiling. He might have yeah, he's claiming yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, talking about goalkeepers, I think that'll be massive for Rangers tonight as well. When you look at the quality in that Leon side, if McGregor comes back in, what do you think, Cammy? Do you expect Alan McGregor to start tonight? Yeah, I would I would expect Alan McGregor to come in. Although I was impressed with um, I know John McLaughlin played the last game. I was yeah. really impressed with Robbie McCrory in in the old fun game. But I I do think Alan McGregor will start tonight. Any other changes within the the team? What are you expecting in in terms of that back line? Will it just be Balligan and, and Goldson that that pair up in yeah middle defence? I, I would expect to see Goldson uh, come back. Come back in. Obviously, Hollandos now out till December, so I'd expect to see Goldson and Balogun start. Tavernier uh, on the right next to him, and Bassey at left back. 
Yeah, do you think Bassey will, will stay there? I wasn't sure. I, I, I think it was Barisic, was he missing at the weekend? Is that right? But whether he comes oh, back in or, or yep. not. Um, yeah, I, I don't think... I think Rangers make changes, don't they? But I think when it comes to the European games, it, it tends to pick itself. Itself, yeah, normally. Yeah, you normally. always find The middle Davis. of the park as well, they probably still like... So normally you'd have Ryan Jack that's definitely in the middle mm -hmm. of the park. He's still not, unfortunately, back Cammy. Um, so still putting a, a lot of emphasis on, on, on Steve Davis and, and Kamara in terms of um, carrying that, that workload. Lundstrom potentially um, obviously can, can contribute as, as well He's there. been patchy, hasn't he? Lundstrom. Well, again, he's, he's, look, he's not coming, it's just as, as we're speaking there, Real Betis have, have pulled one back. Um, I'm not sure who the, who the goal scorer is. I didn't see that. Anyway, they've, second, they've, they've, they've pulled, pulled yeah. one back there. It's 2-1, it's, it's Miranda. Juan Miranda. Yeah. Juan Miranda. Um, so 2-1 there. Yeah. yeah, but Cammy, in terms of like like the, the middle of the park as well, it's it's a big workload for, for Kamara and Davis. Um, although Kamara has obviously been missing with the, the European stuff with his suspension as well. Yeah, that's right, yep. What do you expect for the game? Cammy, are you confident? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm confident uh, for Rangers tonight. I'm looking forward to it. I think the midfield three will be a Davis, Kamara, Rebo. I tend to, I think Gerald tends to go for a wee bit more leg, even the bigger games. Yeah. I think that's what those, those three bring. Um, Post, and he might put more of a, he might play Scott Arfield. He, he does that as well. You know, if it's, if, it's, if it is a big game, he likes to put David and Arfield in there together. But I think the, the midfield will, will probably end up being Davis, Kamara, and Rebo. In terms of the overall start for, Rangers this season how how impressed have you been Cammy in, in terms of the results and the performances are they still getting up to full speed do you think? Yeah I think they're still trying to get up to their, their best but the results have been there obviously it was disappointing to lose to Dundee United uh, near the start of the season but the results have been there um, first old family won it the, but the performances are still lacking I think it's hard to pick a game this season where Rangers have played and you thought yeah that's them at their best. The only one I can think we played them fell in the first half we were sensational. Yeah. But even mm -hmm. the second half we still managed to fall off. We dropped off that and night. I think yeah. that's just something needs to work on. What about the yeah. goal for the captain at the weekend? Mm. Oh, it wasn't it wasn't bad, was it? <laughs> 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 if you need a wee bit of a confidence boost, that'll certainly give him one, I think. That nah, was top drawer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely top drawer, yeah. What is wrong this season, Craig, do you think? I mean, because Dunfermline are having a horror season so far, so and they dropped off against Dunfermline. They've been patchy at best. We haven't seen the five-star Rangers that we saw this time last season. No, we haven't. And, and yeah, it's interesting to know what the reasons are uh, in terms of, you know, I'm sure they're working just as hard on the, on mm. the ground, um, you know, preparing in the, in, in the same way. It's another season on. So, again, teams are probably a little bit wiser to the way that, yeah. that Rangers are playing. Um, so therefore are able to combat that more um, and, and, and therefore Rangers need to be uh, off Betters have equalised 2-2 two, two. I'll tell you what this is. This could end up being 6-5 uh, <laughs> question the, mark the, maybe the, over an offside but we'll, this we'll match. look at it but, but, but they haven't been unbelievable uh, Paul but Cammy, I'm sure you'll agree again not being great against St Johnston but to come to come back um, after going a goal down and to, to get that victory mm. Even at this early stage in the season, mate, that that's huge for for the team in terms of not playing at their best, still being able to win. Um, how important do you think that 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 result is, even at this early stage? It was a big result considering um, how the game was going. I think 
Rangers of a couple of seasons ago when they conceded that, that goal against St. Johnson and that would have been the game. They would have been fighting to get one each, but you wouldn't have expected them to go out and win 2-1. And for that difference, it reminds me of when Rangers played Motherwell last season at Highbrox. Yeah. Go, go one nil up quite early on. The Rangers are struggling to break them down and get a goal. But then the first, then I think it was Kamal Roof scores, it goes one each, then it goes 2-1 and Rangers ran away 3-1 winners that day. It gave me a similar feeling when we beat St. Johnson and just the money mentality is still there. But I, I'll ask I'll ask you question. It's just I'm going to tell you this, Cammy, before we need to go to the break. It, it is an equaliser for Real Betis. Uh, it looked as though it might have been offside, but it wasn't, Craig. It wasn't offside. He was just on. And where was the Celtic defence? Cammy, we're going to have to race on because we'll have the team news soon from Rob. But you think Rangers by one goal tonight? Yeah, yeah, I think it. Yeah, I'll, yep. say, I'll say one now, Rangers. One now, Rangers. Thanks, Cammy. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Don't touch the dial. If there's still a dial, you can't uh, miss a moment. It's still Real Betis 2, Celtic 2. If you went away for a cup of tea or to get dinner on or whatever, the Celtic were 2 up. What a start. Albion Ayeti scoring in 13 minutes. The ball was in the net. The referee said, no, there was an infringement. But there wasn't. It was uh, a goal after VAR. Then Celtic went 2 up. A penalty. Juranovic stepped up, made it 2-0. Juan Miranda scored for them a few moments later, 2-1. And then... Just about five minutes ago, 2-2. Juan Mi scoring an equaliser. Where was the defence? Craig Moore, Leanne Crichton, Paul Cooney, and we'll hear from Rob McLean shortly. He's at Ibrox for Rangers against Leon for the eight o'clock kickoff tonight. Leanne, it's quite a night. What's been happening in the last few moments in Seville? Yeah, it's, it's probably balanced itself out now. I think Betis are delighted that they've got themselves back into the game after going two goals behind. Celtic will be slightly rocked. Um, they'll be looking to get in at half-time now. You know, you can see probably the heat's taking its toll in, in terms of the energy levels. Betis, as I say, that they've worked their way back into the game. They've had more possession in the last 10 or 15 minutes. Certainly Celtic have, have been a bit all over the place defensively. Um, it's a, you know, it's a killer blow when you receive, you know, you concede that second goal after or making such a brilliant start. But we knew that that was the vulnerabilities, I think, defensively within the Celtic side. I mentioned it at the top of the show. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how this second half goes. But certainly <laughs> Craig mentioned it a minute or so ago, it could be 6-5. Uh, um, because yeah. both teams have got the intent to go and score and defensively look vulnerable. Resilience, that's what they need now, isn't it, Craig? Yeah, yeah. when you're when you 2-0 up away from home, um, the... The way that you defend um, is is so so important, and and again, unfortunately, Celtic um, they they didn't do that well enough, and, and then you just you know you've invited a, a home team now that gets that lift, getting back in two one, all of a sudden two two, haven't really panicked at any stage at Real Betis, but Celtic were in a, such a demanding position uh, within the game. Obviously, Soto with the early yellow is a concern. I'm sure that'll be dealt with at half time. And also, uh, Carter Vickers um, just recently picked up a, a yellow card also yeah. for Celtic. Um, so look, Real Betis, certainly, whether they expected Celtic to start like that, Celtic mm -hmm. completely um, you know, got at Betis, caused them all sorts of problems. Now the game has looked as if it's gone more to the liking of Betis, um, you know, getting, getting the equaliser. Half-time probably comes at a good time for Celtic. Yeah, but, there's a naivety, sorry, Paul, yeah. about Celtic in that sense. And Craig, right, you know, at 2 0, you've got to be thinking a bit differently. You've got a brilliant start, you've got those goals, you've got the, you know, the home side in the back foot. Um, 
the conditions are really hot. You need to manage the game a bit better, at least until half-time. Now, I would expect a response from Betis in the second half if the scoreline stayed the same, but to allow them to get back into the game as quickly as they did, Celtic actually the half-chance at 2-0 as well, that they could have made it three, um, and you could see Ange Postacoglu with his hands on his head, and certainly they'll be ruining that miss a bit more now, but they've got to deal with the sorrow one because in the middle of the party you need to get close to your opponents that's where Betis are now starting to dictate the play um, Celtic have dropped off them and, and when you do have that two goal advantage and then it draws level men, the mentality changes now with Celtic you're probably panicking slightly because you, you know <laughs> you've you've basically let it slip so how you respond to that is going to be really important as Betis calm forward ball Right across the box, it's on the right-hand side, Craig Moore, they're into the box. Fakir was booked a few moments ago, their star man, so that's something they need to watch out for. Mm -hmm. uh, what would you do about, we'll just watch this to see uh, what comes from it. Two minutes to go, 90 seconds, in fact, until half-time, stating the obvious, you don't want to lose anything at this point. No, no, you definitely like us. I think uh, Celtic will be delighted if they can get to half-time uh, at 2-2 two, two at this stage they'll be, they'll be disappointed to lose the two but Ange will be wanting to, to, to get them in I think because uh, Betis are growing into this match um, you know getting good spells now getting in behind the Celtic defence there was a little bit of luck from being honest in Betis's first goal mm -hmm. a little bit of luck you know in terms of the, way that, the way that it yep. bobbled and all that sort of stuff and fell nicely for Miranda mm -hmm. but the second goal they've got to do so much better mm -hmm. uh, Carter Vickers has tried to be a little bit clever in terms of playing offside mm -hmm. Um, you've sometimes got to respect your opponent in terms of when they've got time and space on the ball. He had that. He has to drop off and he also needs to be the other side. Um, so he needs to be out, marking outside and then you cut that ball out. All of a sudden it becomes really easy to be picked off and quite a, a simple equaliser for better. So Andrew will be disappointed with that. Half time's just around the corner. Mm. Um, I'm sure there'll be a, a change in terms of Soto coming off, whether that means McCarthy comes in and, and plugs that hole but you definitely need to shore that up because Betis has got have got more involved in the game in that area because Soto can't get near anybody Any other options for Celtic? McCarthy hasn't played much hasn't played a full game I suppose that was the issue for him last season wasn't it? He played so few games but on the other hand it's a big chance for him he's an experienced player yeah, isn't he? he? You know, he's a Celtic supporter. He wants to beat the club. You could see what it meant to him coming on at the weekend, coming off the bench. I think he had a few family members in the, the stand as well that you you could see him, you know, waving up and acknowledging them. So um, I think he's delighted to be back home in, in Glasgow uh, and he wants to impact the Celtic team. I don't think he's a player that's come to Celtic in a four-year contract to sit on the bench and, and make four years' worth of substitute appearances. So he'll be looking to try and, and get his fitness up as quickly as he possibly can and stamp his authority within this squad because let's make no mistakes about it James McCarthy is a top top player um, who's had a wonderful career it's gone from end to end oh, it's almost what. like basketball Tommy Roderick was uh, bundled it was a poor pass at the other end and that was a chance for Betis again the other end it, it really is stretched at the moment uh, three minutes stoppage time uh, end, end to end yeah it says Betis go up, up the other end um, and nearly scores well but Carter Vickers makes a good chance Celtic then go up the park deliver into the box Um so it's stretched, it, isn't it? It's yeah. stretched, but it's it's end to end. It's certainly entertaining, uh, and I certainly think we'll be seeing more goals in this one. Seen a fair bit of Turnbull in the first half as well. Have you been impressed by him? Yeah, he had a really good start. Certainly, that opening twenty minutes, he was the driving force. You know, carrying the ball, shots from distance, um, threading those those defence splitting passes through, and that's what that's what David Turnbull can do. But I do believe that there's certain games that he, he falls by the wayside. You know, I've seen him at a top level this year and scored the hat-trick against St Mirren. Um, 
did he influence in, in terms of the old firm game as well as he, he could have? I don't think so. National team duties, people want to see him more, but for whatever reason, Steve Clark doesn't think that he, he's quite there yet. Um, but certainly, technically, he's one of the best in the country. You know, And that's what I spoke about, the set plays and, and that technical ability in the middle of the pitch. He can really go and unlock the door, like a Tom Rogic can mm. as well. That's what Celtic have got, but they're going to need something special to get them their noses in front again tonight. He's an interesting one for me, Liam, because as you say, he's, he's never going to dominate a game mm-hmm. for me in terms of the, the, the type of player. You know, Because he, he doesn't want to... Um, take the ball a lot in the build-up. He hasn't necessarily got that that final pass where he's involved in a lot of the build-up and then you know trying to uh, unlock the back door of, of of opponents. What he what he does have is he takes up really good positions to get on the ball. He doesn't think twice. He looks to get shots off. He likes to make the 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 forward run and get into the box mm-hmm. and score goals that way. And I tell you what, normally he hits a target, doesn't he? When he when he's when he's having shots on t- uh, like outside the box, he hits a target. Yeah, no. Listen, he, he finds those half spaces going forward really, really well. You know, I don't think he's not Callum McGregor. He's not dropping in and, and a lot of the times picking up off nah. the back line, but he certainly influences games. Um, he's a top player. I think it's just the age that he's at, probably in terms of his career and his injury and where he's come from. I think he'll grow over the next couple of years and it's just that consistency. You know, it's like any young player um, in a good team, you've got to take the opportunities when you get it and he's good players around him so he will only improve. Half time, Paul. Half time, 2-2. So, four goals in the first half. It's a bit like last night, wasn't it? There were so many goals uh, last night, Champions League, Europa League kicking off uh, similarly 2-2. Yeah, well, 2-2 here. I mean, again, Ange wants to be like Pep Guardiola. What was that? 6-3 six, <laughs> six, last night. Yeah. <laughs> That's the type of football you're going to get. That's what you yeah. want, though, from Europe, especially yeah. in European football. You know, we've mm. watched too many games over the, the years where it's been Champions League finals that have finished 1-0 and, and, you know, games that you sit through, 0-0 draws and, and teams are scared to come out and it's all about that possession. These teams tonight, both sides have gone for it. Celtic have come out the traps flying. They've got the two-goal advantage and Betis have adjusted really well and get their, their sales back level. So we're in for an absolute cracker of a second half if you're a Celtic fan you've got to be delighted because you know they'll be disappointed it's 2-2 but certainly with the team and the players missing we spoke a lot about it in the first hour Paul um, it could have been a, a bad night at the office but they've stood up to the challenge so far and certainly the second half they'll, they'll need to produce much of the same we're going to speak to Rob shortly uh, yeah he'll be with us very very in fact he's on the line now Rob good evening yeah. Hi Rob. Never call me Rob. Never call me Rob shortly again. <laughs> Indeed, it's the one and only Rob McLean who joins us. Uh, Rob, you've been breathtaking first half there too, too. Yeah. I was going to say you'd settle for something like that at Ibrox tonight, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I actually thought going into the games that that both Celtic and Rangers would probably bite your hand off for a draw, bearing in mind uh, the state that Celtic are in um, in terms of who they don't have. Mm. Um, and also the, the just the quality of the position that Rangers are up against tonight at Ibrox. Um, I mean, I think I mean Rangers have taken some big scalps um, in recent years in Europe. You think about those two games against Benfica, um, how well they've done against the likes of Porto and Braga uh, as well, top teams. But I think uh, I think Lyon are up up among uh, the, the the best opposition they've faced. So they're they're going to have to be. A really good level, I think, tonight, Rangers. Um, and to be honest, I, I think a point on the opening night against a team who two seasons ago were in the Champions League semi-finals that wouldn't be bad. And I think Celtic, Celtic would also be biting your hand off for a point at the moment if they can uh, hold on to to get something out in Seville. They certainly would. Rob, have you got the teams yet? Or I know you'll get them, no, you'll get them I, first. I, I, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just waiting for a, a member of staff from Rangers to run across the Ibrox car park and press the, uh, press the team sheet into my hand. But that hasn't yeah. happened yet. So, um, and it maybe is unlikely to happen, to be perfectly honest. But the, the, whisper I was, the whisper I was hearing was that John Lundstrom might start, mm-hmm. uh, and that would push Joe Rebo further forward to the exclusion of Kemar Roof. I was a little bit surprised when I heard that possibility because I kind of thought, I kind of thought Roof would, would be a starter, uh, would be in for, for them uh, tonight. That, but that, that, was, that was probably the only uh, change to what I expected the team to be tonight. I mean, it'll be, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Tavernier and Barisic, the fullbacks, um, with, with Goldson and, and Balogun in front of McGregor. Then it would be Davis and Kamara, maybe Lundstrom, maybe just to stiffen up the midfield a bit, give them a little bit more to, to stop Leon doing what they mm-hmm. want to do in the game. Um, a rebo further forward and Kent either side of mm-hmm. Morelos. Yeah. I don't know how that sort of lineup grabs you guys. I think with that one, Rob, I mean, I'm not surprised to, to see maybe potentially a Lundstrom come in and, and, and a rebo push further forward. The reason being is Aribo is technically so good and he very rarely coughs up possession. And I think, again, Rangers being at home, you want to be able to, um, you know, to play in your opponent's half and, and certainly be testing them defensively. So I just think that Aribo further forward, Stephen Gerrard will probably feel that uh, he'll still be safe um, in possession and, and maybe then create opportunities, get free kicks and, and be evolved a little bit closer um, to goals. Be interested to to know whether or not I know we know Dembele's out definitely, but mm. I've heard mixed reports about Shakiri. Yeah. Are you hearing anything yeah. there? Well, well, he, he was he's in the squad. You know that I'm I'm just going by the fact that he was named in the official squad that travelled across. Yeah. Um. So maybe whatever issues they had with vaccination, etc., they managed to sort it out. Um. And and him playing or not playing would, would be a really big deal to Rangers. Maybe even more of a deal than Dembele. Uh. To be honest. Uh, just because uh, you know he barely played for Liverpool, mm. he's always a star for Switzerland. He was at the Euros for them again. I think he, you know, he, he was creative for them in their in their game at the weekend, making a couple of their their goals. Yep. So if he wasn't playing, that would be a big bonus to Rangers. But the fact he's in the squad makes me think he will play, and there'll probably just be a couple of players differently onto the team that that beat Strasbourg. Um, at the weekend, no, no Dembele, but I mean they're they're a team packed with quality. I mean you only have to look at the the summer at the quality of the summer signings: Shakiri um, and Jerome Boateng. Boateng, yeah. Um, you know, twice a Champions League winner with Bayern Munich. You know, yeah. so uh, you know if that's the sort of money they're investing and if that's the sort of quality they're bringing in, that they're also bringing some really good youngsters through the academy. Yeah. That's what they constantly do. Uh, they, they look like a they look like a really top team to me, and I think Rangers have to probably move up a couple of levels, Craig, from 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 what they've been doing so far. Right, and Rob, have a have a look at this boy Paqueta tonight. He's some player. Yeah. Liam was giving me yeah. stick because I was I was I was showing out a, a a kind of comparison to Kaká, that that type of player. But I think he might he might be only twenty two. He's a Brazilian international. This this, yeah. this boy is a proper proper player. Uh, you've also got a Cambi. Uh, the Cameroonian who was at Villa uh, Villarreal, I believe, when they yeah. they played Rangers um, in the nil nil yeah. draw. So again, a player yeah. and a coach that have uh, have had experience at, at being at Ibrox. Are you yeah. the agent for these two? No, 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 no you're no, not. No, no. <laughs> I just I just like you know, people, it's important you come to you come to Ibrox yeah. if you've never experienced mm-hmm. that. It can really it can really rock you. So these are two mm-hmm. that have got that experience. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting in terms of the, sorry, Rob, the, the team selection. Lundstrom's a player for me that I, I don't know if I'm, I'm quite sure 
where he fits in completely in that Rangers side. I think he gives you loads of energy, loads of running. Um, you know, I think that red card obviously was a, a disappointment for him a number of weeks back. Um, whether he's learned from that, I think putting him in there probably gives you that legs, and he will cover the distance if you'd expect him maybe to be out of possession tonight for long spells. I think he'll give you that in terms of the recovery runs that you'll need. I do like Aribo, you know, higher up the pitch. I think he's mm-hmm. a player that can go and again unlock the door, get you that goal that you might need. I think if you're looking to press and, and put a back line under pressure, he's certainly one that can do that. And Roof, I agree with you, Rob. Maybe I'd be shocked if he misses out, but I could also understand it, maybe based on performances and we know how strikers can defend it. it, it you know, dodgy moments. I think he's had a few challenges in the last couple of seasons in terms of bookings and whatnot. I don't think Rangers can afford to have players tonight that are walking a tightrope against a top side. No, I think Rangers are relying on players bouncing back to form as well mm-hmm. tonight. The likes of Barisic coming in, who hasn't really done it in the main for Rangers this season. I think he's only had five appearances so far this season. Uh, yeah. Kent, who's not been flying on all, firing on all cylinders either. I mean, I, th- I think Rangers are counting on a European night at Ibrox against top opposition, bringing out the best in these guys and taking them back to the levels that they produced in the games against Benfica, etc. The, the ones that we remember, the, you know, the ones in which Rangers really shone. But, you know, they, they have to produce form, I think, as a team just tonight, that, that, that they haven't displayed so far this season to be competitive uh, against the Leon side, who started pretty slowly in themselves. But you just have mm. to look at uh, Paqueta, um, Bruno Guimarães, the, the Brazilian in the midfield uh, as well. Yeah. You know, lots of lots of top young talent. I mean, Emerson on loan from Chelsea. Uh, all the all the things he's won. You know, Champions League winner sure. with Chelsea, Euro twenty twenty winner with 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 Italy in this in the summer. You know, so the, the yeah. fact of the quality you've got you've got to give them lots of respect, Paul. You're just practicing all these names here because you're in BT Sports <laughs> shortly, right? Listen, we need to go to the break. Two quick questions for you, Rob. Uh, can you imagine John Hart's in the commentary box over there at the moment in BT Sport with uh, four goals <laughs> in the first half, two two? Can you imagine one word to sum him up at the moment? Do you think? Well, huge, huge as it's been. <laughs> exactly. And, 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 and that big Welsh accent, it's been a pretty huge game so far. It certainly has. To be honest, but I, I've heard bits and pieces of his commentary. No, teams coming out of his years yeah. at how Celtic have kind of crumbled. But it, it's an amazing game, isn't it? It's an incredible game so far. And what's going to happen tonight? So is it going to be a Rangers win against Leon that you'll be commentating on? I'm going to go for a, a two-all draw. I think there will be goals in the game. I think Rangers will score, but I don't think they're strong enough defensively to hold out against a really talented French team. Um, and I, I think it's going to be 2-2 or some sort of score draw. And I think Rangers, in the, in the end, will probably be quite happy with that. And, and I think Celtic would be hoping for something similar as well in the second half. Rob, thanks a million for joining us. Enjoy it tonight. Good luck. No problem. Good to talk to you. Cheers, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Top man. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from five. Thanks, Chris. Still half time in Seville. Real Betis 2, Celtic 2. Celtic were 2 up, as you probably heard in the first half there. What's going to happen in the second 45 as they come out? Rangers play Leon at 8 tonight. Craig Moore, Leanne Crichton, Paul Cooney. No more of your calls because it's racing through. The team's coming back out. Just looking for any changes. Leanne, tomorrow night, big game for Scotland women's. Their World Cup trail. And it's Hungary match over there tomorrow. We play the Faroe Islands on Tuesday. Any early news? What do you think? Uh, no, I think you know it's one that the players will be looking forward to. Um, it's going to be a tough one in the sense that there's a number of players missing. 
uh, through injury and other reasons. Sorry, so um, it'll be interesting. The starting eleven is going to be interesting. I think when you look at Kim Little announcing her yeah. retirement yep. um, off the back of the, the last campaign, you know I've stepped away from it in that sense. You've got players like Christy Murray unavailable, Haley Lauder. Uh, Emma Mitchell ones that give you just an abundance of experience but you know you've still got a, a good core squad in there and it's important that they got off to a good start tomorrow and to kick off you know their the first home game it's at the National Stadium on Tuesday which is incredible all the World Cup qualifying matches will be there so no I'm really looking forward to it and I wish them all the very best Rachel Corsi of course Absolutely. Uh, the skipper she's magnificent she yes. joined us in the programme a few months ago good luck tomorrow night the Rangers team has just come in I'm just uh, downloading now <laughs> yeah yeah you should have it as well in fact here it is yeah Rangers up against Leon tonight Rangers are McGregor Tavernier Lundstrom Rob was right on that Goldson Stephen Davis Kent Aribo Kamara Morellas Balogun and Barisic I know you'll be working there on how they will actually line up so there it is there's the the Rangers lineup giving you that moment again McGregor Tavernier the captain of course Lundstrom Goldson Stephen Davis, Kent, Aribo, Kamara, Morellas, Balogun and Barisic. So I'm sure you're just working. Yeah, it's just that one yep. change, isn't yep. it? Rob was right. Roof drops out. Um, Aribo push up one and, and Lundstrom will go in there and, into the middle of the pitch and, you know, be alongside Davis and Kamara. Um, I think the question marks were, were possibly over Barisic and uh, Bassey. I think one of the earlier callers thought that, that Bassey might hold on to his position but it's, it's Borna Barisic that comes in there at full back and Connor Goldson returns as well Celtic have kicked off with Real Betis 2-2 and Leon line-up Lopez the goalkeeper Emerson Denier you'll remember him from Man City and Celtic the Belgian yep that's right Denier yep, yep. yep. Uh, Ikambi our the captain the man you mentioned Lucas Paqueta Gusto Slimani Kakare Boating and uh, Bruno Guimaraes so uh, strong the, side yeah yep. strong side no Shaqiri uh, starting there I've not, yep. I've not dug out obviously the, the subs haven't come through yet but uh, look as, as Leanne touched on and, and Rob mentioned in the earlier call I'm spot on with the team selection are you happy with it uh, yeah, Rangers yeah yep. no, no I am I, I think like, again it's a, it's a strong team on the back of um, some really solid form over a couple of years you know and, and I think that uh, the fans tonight the noise that they can make and the support that they can um, that they can give Rangers is is massive to to help try and get the right result. It is a really really tough game, um, and hopefully Rangers can get something out of it. They will be tested. It was just another a, a chance earlier in the the start of the the second half. Real Betis against Celtic. Uh, did it fall to Yeti Leanne? Was it the, the final chance fall yeah, to fall to Yeti? Yeah, He's had good, a shot. It's deflected. Yeah. Deflected. The defenders put his body on the line um, uh, and stopped that chance. Surprising for me in this in this second half that we see Soto come come out mm. uh, on the, on the back of the the yellow card in the first half. So he's certainly on the on the tightrope, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, the manager obviously trusts him. You know whether that's been a, a conversation at halftime just to say you know be careful, look after the ball, and and don't be doing anything silly. But you know at this stage when it's back level, it's it's impossible to think that there won't be at least one moment. Um, that the best players are in the referee's ear between now and, and full time to, to look for that second yellow but it's over to Soro to take care of the, the game and take care of the ball and make sure he stays on the pitch I've got the subs the Rangers subs so it's uh, McCrory and McLaughlin the goalkeepers uh, Bassey is there Patterson Bakuna Wright Roof Kelly Sakala and Arfield and McClelland so those are the Rangers subs. Ah, it's very, very strong. Like, yeah. so they're in Isn't a position it? where yeah. they've got full power on the bench mm -hmm. to, to to come on and, and and hopefully influence the game at the time. Um, 
You know, Steven Gerrard needs it. The team needs it. Um, very, very strong lineup and a strong bench. So hopefully, you know, Rangers can execute the game plan that the, that the managers got set out for them. Uh, they'll need to be at their their very, very best, which they haven't been this season. If you know, if I'm being honest, um, but European nights, um, you know, have brought out the best in this side, and, and hopefully they can. Uh, again tonight, supported by what I think is going to be a fantastic atmosphere. And by the way, just seen an unbelievable Betis. ball just get whizzed in there by by Betis. Fizzes across the, the Celtic six-yard box. Um, just needed a touch. Just needed a touch. Fortunately for Celtic, it, it's gone It's gone through to the other side. But what a fantastic ball. In relation to Rangers, Craig, how do you expect them to, to start the match tonight? Do you think it will be a KG affair and, and you know, sit in and maybe get a feel for how good Leon are? Or, or do you think a similar approach and in terms of coming out the traps, lying and maybe trying to get Leon in the back foot? I think, uh, Leanne, all Scottish teams at home mm-hmm. should be aggressive, should bite, should look to try and force errors, should look to play the game yeah. at, at high tempo, 100%. And I, and I believe that Rangers will will look to to do that because a lot of these teams uh, from Europe, they, they, they don't get that. They don't experience mm-hmm. that often. Um, and... The, the good sides, you know, Rangers, Celtic, and they go and they, they they do that. You can really go and stamp your authority on a match. Um, that's the way you have to play. Uh, for me, it's no different to the Scottish national team. You know, we, we, we look at when they were uh, putting a, an unbelievable performance recently. It's it's on the front foot. It's mm-hmm. being aggressive, playing at tempo. I think that's the, way, that's the way that Rangers have to play. What about that partnership defensively, Golton and Balogun? It's, it's the best that's on offer at the mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. yeah. Nothing any can con- any yep. concerns though over it? Would the U.S. as a, a um, you know a former central defender yourself? Uh, look for me, uh, Balogun. Um, oh, look, he he at times for me. Oh, oh three two Real Betis. Yeah, fifty minutes just on the mark there. Ball played in from the left, whipped in, defensive missed it, and they've scored. So Real take the lead for the first time. We did say there was, there, were, there would be more goals in that game, and again, I still expect more uh, again again yeah. to come in that. But it's a yeah, Iglesias on fifty minutes, three two. But Elian Balogun for me, look, presence, physique, looks an unbelievable uh, athlete, uh, but he probably just for me um, makes too many errors in the centre of yeah. defence at this moment in time. Look. He's a good player, uh, and he'll continue to to improve daily um, under under Gerard, and and now he'll have a run of games and an opportunity where he maybe grows into um, to, to a far better player by by regular football, same position. You know mm-hmm. sometimes how important that can be for a player. Look, Goldson obviously, apart from um, being what do you call it, taken out of the the. the the firing line because of COVID. He rested. Yeah. rested. Yeah, he had to be. Yeah, he had to be. Like, he's, yep. not, he's not missed a beat, has he? He's been involved yep. in everything. That's no, um, incredible. 81 yep. games or something. Yep. Like, January <laughs> last year. And that's the best they have on offer at this moment. We're running out of time. Uh, question marks about the Celtic defence. You did express worries earlier. Again, Carter goal. Vickers and Starfelt. Yeah, I mean, the goal, he's he just wandered in between the, the two central defenders. Um, yep. He's got across one of them and he's got the flick, I think, with outside of the, the right boot and and converts the ball into the back of Joe Hart's net. It's disappointing, poor goals. Um, but we spoke about it, we knew the vulnerabilities. Um, and Celtic, you know, 2-0 probably should have adapted the game ever so slightly. Again, they're just communication. Carter Vickers is, is going to clear it. No communication with himself and Starfelt, and they've conceded a cheap corner. And it's early on in this second half. You know, you, you fear for Celtic because they started so mm. well and, and they get themselves yep. on that front foot. And I think when you you give away a two-goal advantage, then find yourself 3-2 down. 
psychologically mm. you've taken a real blow and Betis look like they've got the bit between their teeth now that they're thinking there's more in it for them tonight we've been here before with Celtic in Europe and then last season as well you know sometimes they go ahead they do well and then they, they cave they could cave here couldn't they the 3-2 down there's only 7 minutes played in the second half as they come forward again right let's leave it in an optimistic point because we've got Joe Kildare coming up as they've gone 4-2 up They've shot from inside the box. What's happened to the defence? I mean, this will be the inquiry unless there's some... I mean, they, they, yes. they're enjoying it. There's... Uh, they say they, they, they look as if they... gets a second, it is, yeah. yeah. It's a good, a really good finish, but again, it's probably not... It's not cleared properly from a from a corner. Um, Juan, he's got time to kind of bring it down in the box. Yeah, get a look at it again. I don't know whether it comes Volley's through it. a number of bodies yeah, and, it would have. and he's quickest to react, but no, it's poor... In, Celtic have given away the the point in the issue is they've given away a cheap corner here. Now I know it comes from that second phase, but it comes initially from a lack of communication. Two central defenders that get caught underneath each other, they concede the corner, they don't deal with the first ball, they don't deal with the second, and they find themselves four two down. Incredible stuff. Rangers score line tonight. What do you reckon? I think it'd be a tough one, but I'll go for one one. One one. Craig. Rob, score yeah, draw. I, yep. for, for me, I think a draw would be a fantastic result for Rangers. Um, I'd love to see 2 1. All right. Good That's not a draw. <laughs> <laughs> 2 1, maybe. Okay, listen, enjoy it. Take care. Getting to the game tonight. We'll be back tomorrow at 5 with Barry and Mark. Thanks so much. We'll see you soon. Jokal Day is up after the news. The Go Radio Football Show. Download the Go Radio app to listen live weeknights from 5.